Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hi, and welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Are you planning your UK trip but feeling confused and overwhelmed to trying to work out the best ways to get around the country? If so, this is a podcast episode for you. After listening to this episode, you will have a greater insight into the different transportation options available, which will help you choose the best ones for you based on your budget, travel style and itinerary, and ensure you maximize your UK travel experience. During the process of planning your itinerary, it is vital to consider how you will get from A to B and evaluate all the options open to you. Whilst the UK is a relatively small country with a fairly decent public transport system, especially in the major cities, it's important to choose the best options for you. For example, if you're planning to travel around the UK from city to city, you will find that taking the train will most likely be the easiest and most effective option. However, if you are planning to visit rural areas of the UK, such as the Cotswolds, you will discover that it's much easier to hire a car and take a road trip, or if you prefer not to drive at all, take an organised data. In this podcast, we will cover how to get around the UK by train, car, plane, coach, and where necessary, ferry. We also include practical tips, considerations, pros and cons, plus any relevant advice. If you want to know how to get around London, we will be covering that in a future episode of the podcast, Um, but we'll concentrate on transport options away from London in this particular podcast episode. So we'll start off with trains. As you will know, if you've listened to earlier episodes of the podcast, we are huge fans of train travel. Train travel in the UK is a great way to get around, particularly if you're planning to visit major towns and cities such as York, Bath, Cardiff, Edinburgh, Liverpool, etc. Train travel is generally efficient fast depending on the service that you choose and often takes you into the centre of the town or city. It's also a great way to enjoy views of the countryside and coastlines as you travel. Additional pros of train travel are that it can be relatively stress-free with preparation and a relaxing more sociable experience. The cons are that it can be confusing if you're not an experienced train traveller. Ticketing can also be pretty confusing and of course you have to carry your bags and luggage with you. Not great if you need to change trains or want to stop off along the route. When including train trips in your itinerary, consider if you want the fastest route from point A to point B, or do you want to stop off in places in between, for example, London to Edinburgh Direct, or would you like to stop over in York? Remember to add in extra travel times to and from stations too, as this is often overlooked in itineraries. You can find out more about travel in the UK by train in episode two of the podcast, which includes lots of practical tips and episode five about the Caledonian sleeper service from London to Scotland, and in our UK train travel guide ebook, which was written by myself and Doug Collins, uh, founders of the UK Travel Planner website. Doug actually worked on the UK rail network for over 25 years, so you get a lot of his um, knowledge and experience in that train guide. Uh, Another option you have for getting around the UK is to hire a car. And this is possibly the best option if you want to head to some of the more rural areas of the UK. 
taken a, a road trip around Cornwall, Scotland, or the Peak District, for example, is a wonderful way to see the countryside and stay in smaller towns and villages. Having a car will give you greater flexibility to explore at your own pace. It's also a good option for families, and it means you also don't have to worry about getting luggage from A to B. The cons of driving include the cost. In addition to rental fees, you will need to budget for petrol, insurance, tolls, and parking costs. Uh, Petrol is more expensive in the UK compared to other countries, such as the US and Australia. And manual stick shift cars are also the norm in the UK, so expect to pay more for an automatic. You also need to book that as soon as possible because there is less availability of automatic cars. Additional cons of driving is that if you're not used to driving on the left-hand side of the road, it can feel awkward, intimidating, and actually really quite stressful. If this is something that concerns you, please listen out for our next podcast where I talk to John Cortese, one of the founders of Tripiamo, which is a resource which has been specifically designed to prepare North American road users for driving in the UK. Our tips include sharing the driving, though this will cost more, planning your route and taking advantage of park and ride schemes to avoid traffic congestion in cities and popular tourist attractions where available. Numerous cities offer park and ride where you basically park your car outside the city and take public transport into the centre. Cities such as Winchester, Durham and Oxford all offer park and ride schemes. We also recommend renting a smaller car as it's more economical and it's also easier to navigate on some of the narrow country roads. It's also worth considering taking a train to a destination and hiring a car from there. We've done this before, from London to Fort William, taking the Caledonian sleeper and then picking up a car at Fort William train station. If you prefer not to drive at all, you could always book a private transfer or taxi from airports, cruise ports or train stations to your destinations. Another option that we often ask about is flying. So if you're considering taking a domestic flight in the UK, you might find that it's not actually the quickest or cheapest way to get between destinations. I would recommend comparing the cost and time of taking a train within the UK rather than flying to a destination. It's often quicker to take the train and cheaper if you book in advance. Many of the no-frills airlines require additional charges for luggage too. So it can add up, but it can actually seem that it's going to be cheaper But by the time you've added your bags in there, it actually starts becoming really quite expensive. Compare costs. Don't forget to factor in the cost of travel to and from airports too. Some of the airports are some distance from the city centre, so time and cost should be considered. If you are keen to visit the Channel Islands, the Isle of Man, um, and some of the more remote Scottish islands or Ireland, flying may be the most convenient and actually quickest method. Another way to get around the UK is by coach. So I will briefly mention coach services. Taking a coach may be the cheapest transport option, but it is also the slowest. Um, Years ago, in my 20s, I travelled the UK by coach. Uh, And whilst it can be a great budget option if you're time limited, this is probably not the most efficient use of your time. Uh, Ferries. So there are um, ferries uh, that you can catch in England, Scotland um, and Wales. Most ferries leave in English ports, um, including Dover, Hull, Newcastle, Portsmouth and Poole, or heading for destinations such as the Channel Islands, France, Holland, Belgium or Spain. Uh, Most of Scotland's islands can only be reached by boat or plane. However, it is worth noting that the Isle of Skye is joined to the mainland by a bridge. (laughs) <laughs> which makes it slightly easier to get over to Scar. Though you can also get a, a ferry across. 
from Malay to Armadale, which is actually something we're going to be doing uh, in a few weeks' time, and then driving back over on the Sky Bridge. Book tickets early, though, if you plan to take your vehicle on a ferry, as spaces book up quickly, particularly during the summer months. Ferries to Ireland leave and arrive from Fishguard, Pembroke and Holyhead in Wales, Ken Ryan in Scotland and Liverpool in England. Crossing time ranges from two and a half hours to eight hours, depending on the port of departure. So again, ferries are an option uh, to get across to islands, um, to actually the, the island of Ireland, um, and to get to some of the Scottish islands. And again, to places like the um, Scilly Isles, Isle of Wight, Isle of Man, you will probably want to consider taking a ferry across to those sorts of places. So we understand that it, how overwhelming planning your UK itinerary can be. Ultimately, your itinerary will be unique to your interests, time frame, budget and travel style. And therefore, the way you get around the UK may actually include a combination of the methods discussed in this podcast. During our itinerary consultations and reviews, we have found that a combination of transport options is often the best fit for most people. Just remember that the journey is also part of your holiday and not just about the start and end points. As always, you can find information about anything discussed in this episode in the show notes at uktravelplanning.com forward slash episode 11. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review and subscribing on your favorite podcast app. You can support our work through the Tip Your Guide button on our website. If you have more questions about planning your UK vacation, pop over and join our friendly Facebook community or visit our website, which is full of practical tips, advice and UK travel inspiration. And thanks for listening. And until next time, happy UK travel planning.